This is another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. For people who are never in a bad mood, everyone else is just annoying. And I'm your host, Sydney. Let's dive into what's getting under our skin this week. Hey, everybody, you are tuned in for another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. This is a podcast specifically for the unoffended, but constantly irritated people. You know, everything just gets on your damn nerves because that is life. And throughout the year of 2020, I'm pretty sure it's been a lot of shit getting on everybody's nerves. So as always, I am your host, Sydney, sharing the deets on what has me fed up. And like I said, I have a guest, you know, nobody's special, but I have a guest. <laughs> this week, I have my cousin Nia joining me. Um, she put my ass to work this past weekend when I went to go visit her. So I said, well, damn, the tables have turned. I am now putting her to work because what else would I do? Like, when would that not be some shit that you wouldn't do to your family? So, you know, um, Nia, go ahead, introduce yourself. Um... Hi, everyone. I've known Sydney all my life. I am her <laughs> older cousin. Well, not really that much older, just a year, but she's a baby cousin to me. <laughs> I treat her like my little sister. And I'm really excited about this podcast she has expressing her feelings to everyone in the world besides me, <laughs> which annoys me. And it's funny that she has a podcast expressing Ooh. what annoys her. <laughs> mm, you so see that cute. little laugh at the end? That's, that's Nia for you. That is Nia. Um, what's the old saying? It's nothing like family. So I thought what yeah. better person to bring on to discuss family within family, you know? Me and Nia, yeah. we're going to chit-chat about our own lovely family and their dynamics and their our little mm-hmm. bonds um, and get into, oh, I would say like the annoying shit that comes with it. So Absolutely. The very first segment of the show, as always, is fed up or f***ed up. So I use this time to just get to know my guests better and have them share, like, what has agitated them this week, just so my listeners can get to know them better. And, you know, me and Nia got a quick little topic to discuss in regards to relationships and friends. Um, We were discussing this while I visited, ironically. But, um self-centered friends so you know really just drag shit out and the topic came up because we recently heard a story about a friend who just loves love loves to be invited places but never shows up never can make it Yes, never can make it. No, but then on top of never can making it, never showing up, being very unresponsive, they have the audacity to complain when nobody invites them. And it's like, last time I checked, your ass wasn't going to show up. Precisely. (laughs) You know, I don't get that. Like, I guess people just want to be invited just to say like, oh yeah, I knew about it. Or, oh yeah, they talked to me about it to feel in the loop but it's like it's not necessary to be in the loop if you're never in the loop you know that's very true and I also think in a lot of situations those same people just be so like craving attention that when people don't reach out to them they feel like well 
they not paying me no attention. Like they really just moved on with their life. Like they really said, fuck me. And it's like, no, yes. it's not like that. You just be wrapped up in your own shit 24 <laughs> seven and nobody has the time. Right. But I mean, it comes a time when, you know, if you are wrapped up in your own shit forever mm-hmm. and constantly, it's always about you and you don't think about nobody else. You don't reach out to nobody else to check on them, to see what they have going on in their life. Then at that point, it is about okay i'm not saying fuck you but fuck you and that's just what it is <laughs> not dead ass dead ass and again like nia said the in most situations such as these it's usually the people who don't even check on other people like exactly last like, time you, I so had, you yes yes or don't let you start talking about one of your issues with them then they got to bring up some shit to compare it like oh yeah you know my car got messed up with this last week oh your car got messed up because girl i had got to an accident and then this happened like well damn are we gonna talk about you we're gonna talk about me like pissing me off i don't know like that is so annoying like why do people do that why like did you not get enough attention growing up i really think that's it i just think when people are (laughs) selfish and self-centered they just be insecure and just don't have a good view of themselves because they literally have to go out of their way in the most dramatic sense to get the attention they crave because you know most times when you really are friends with people if you're going through anything you do like can i talk to you for a second can i just like I had a lot of shit going on you're very upfront and honest about your intentions of the conversation where people who just self-center always just like woe is me it's all it's always this like you know what go be miserable by your damn self (laughs) pretty much because that's all it is and the other thing is, is those same type of people, they never share with you what they have going on. And so to me, I feel like if you can't, if I can share with you things about me and you can't say anything, then I think you are not a genuine person. I don't think you mm-hmm. are authentic. I don't think you are real. So I just don't need to have that type of person around me. Because once we like start to talk, it's like, okay, I'm not about to be sitting here sharing and <laughs> telling things to you mm-hmm. and you just quiet as a church mouse mm-hmm. and soaking it all up acting like you just prim and proper and perfect <laughs> and then next thing I know you know you're telling I mean I really don't care if people tell things about me because mm-hmm. I'm authentically myself like I, I would tell anyone whatever mm-hmm. but just people like that just make you not want to share like not make you not want to be mm-hmm. who you are I don't that is completely and 100% true And again, it's just, you do come across these people. And my thing is, it's just like, when did it get this way? When did you become so self-centered and so absorbed? I get being older and realizing, hey, some shit came up. I'm not able to just like be available on the whim with stuff. But Mm -hmm. everybody gets this the older you are. So mm, I'm like you, I just really don't get it. I feel like, like you said before, I'm a genuine, authentic person. So with other people aren't like that I'm just usually concerned and just put off completely like you know what I have time to deal with exactly exactly like seriously I would find it very hard to believe if someone was to say to me Sydney is fake as fuck and I'll be like how because this girl will meet anybody and go off on them and tell them (laughs) about themselves so really that would be very shocking to me if someone is like oh I I couldn't trust her or I couldn't talk to her and I'm I just could never see that (laughs) and you know what Nia knows me well enough to know yes I will I 
even feel like I go off on people. I just be saying stuff, and people you be don't like, wow. go off. You just be you just say like what be on your mind. And to some pe- people, I feel like people who are not um who are not genuine people mm-hmm. or not authentic people, they feel like oh my gosh, she just went off on me. But it's like no, not really. She just told you mm-hmm. some real. Mm-hmm. Really. And if anything, Nia's worse than I am because Nia would just give you a look. <laughs> like you know how you just look at people and they just feel like not so much that they upset with them, but like you know what maybe I should have thought about what I said I feel like Nia gives people I definitely get that look and they just be like you know what let me talk about what I said let me try to clean that up (laughs) let me make this sound some somewhat reasonable right. and appeasing. Right. Um, I think that runs in the family. Oh no, dead ass. It definitely does. It definitely does. Yeah. So moving on to family, the key word. We are going to jump into the make it make sense segment and talk about, you know, how to navigate those lovely family dynamics. So I personally think I'm a very family-oriented person. I, like, genuinely enjoy being around my family, even, like, when Mm -hmm. they get on my nerves, when they annoy me. I love spending time with my family. And I feel like growing up, I never had the choice of not being around my family. So maybe that's where it comes from. No, you didn't. Right. Like, stay visiting cousins, aunties, uncles, grandparents, even like my play aunties, my play uncles, like literally I had no choice but to be at these people's houses on the weekends, barbecues, birthdays. It did not matter. Like I said before, family has really, you know, just molded me into who I am today. And the older I get, I'm always looking back at Mm -hmm. our family and just picking up on those you know those p's and q's you didn't catch when you was a kid you just be like okay this is just how our family is but as you get older and you kind of learn the stuff behind you like oh damn right so (laughs) nia and i are going to get into discussing a few of the dynamics we often see like in families and also just like Mm -hmm. what annoys them so i have listed out like family role and we just go chit chat about them you can give me like wait you should tell you should talk about how we are related like whose side of the family oh, okay you're right you're right you're right because it, it is very interesting so nia technically is my mother's first cousin even though we're a year apart you know how black families are um <laughs> but on my mom's side nia's dad is my mother's uncle therefore he is my great uncle because he is my grandmother's brother but again me and Nia are a year apart so just family wise they like look y'all the same age go right, be together we, together. Mm-hmm. we had no choice we were always like forced to be together even then Nia lives in Atlanta um me and my mom stayed visiting we would come visit for like a week and wind up staying two weeks yeah no choice Nia never came to St. Louis she would I always hate it when she came and stayed for damn near a day and be ready to get the hell out. <laughs> I did not like St. Louis when I was younger. I, I have to admit it. I really did not like it. It was just like, no, I love being around the family. It was just like, I didn't get St. Louis. And I guess just growing up in Georgia, in Atlanta, it was a different environment mm-hmm. very 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 yeah. true and then even then i can see like since a majority of our family is also in st louis so for like neem 
her dad and her mom and even her siblings, they all live in Georgia. So they're all like in their own little pocket. So for right. me, even coming to St. Louis and you just got to be around all these family members at once, it's overwhelming because it's <laughs> like, damn, I'm not used right. to being around y'all 24-7. It's real different. Real different. Exactly. Exactly. Um, What else is I going to think? I'm trying to think. Any interesting? Now, okay, another thing I can bring up just about families. Um, Since so we are going to bring like our own expertise uh nia is the baby of her little pocket of the family Mm -hmm. so nia has three older siblings um again the baby really just bosses everybody around gets her (laughs) way that sort of thing i am the only child um on both sides and i'm the only grandchild on my dad's side so i don't feel like i got my way when i was younger i was just used to being around old people like, I was always just the only kid in certain situations. You still got your way. You got that you're the only child. I feel like the only child and the youngest child kind of are very similar. Mm-hmm. Because when you're the youngest child, your parents are tired. They don't give a fuck about what you do. <laughs> when you're the only child, it's just like, it's just you. So, yeah, whatever you want to do. You want to travel. You want to mm-hmm. do whatever sport you want. Like, mm-hmm. there isn't really, like, limitations or reasons why you can't do certain things. So, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, true. I feel like it bounces out. That's very true. And I also think with the younger, with the youngest child and also the only child, your parents really do leave you to your own devices. Like, entertain yourself. When you're the youngest right. child, they like, I didn't entertain the other kids. You got to figure it out. Me being a only child my mama like look I got stuff to do you figure it out here's some paintbrushes here's some books figure out your hobbies what you like what you don't like it was very much like that and even then just like I said being around old people I was with my great-grandmothers all the time like I had all four great-grandmothers at one point in time so I would just be at their house they like look we finna eat breakfast we got some grits and some sausage for Mm -hmm. lunch you finna eat some hot water cornbread and greens I'm like no McDonald's no seriously and then me since I'm the youngest technically I was the accident baby because my parents <laughs> was not planning on having any other children after me and you know that um you know me and my sister are 17 years apart so I realized it was that much of a gap wow. yes Elise is 17 <laughs> years older than me so Woo. she was grown when I was born and it was just kind of like me I mean after my brother's graduated high school just me and my parents technically old I consider them old but they're really not but mm-hmm. I guess my age group of friends yeah. a lot of their parents were a lot younger so I thought mm-hmm. they were old <laughs> but at that at that point like it was just like me to do whatever you want I'm tired I don't care <laughs> um and my mom was always cooking like full and Nia, okay Nia's an aunt too since her sister oh, is yeah. 17 years older Nia's an aunt yep. too um um, two nieces and one nephew who are like my cousins but again yep. since we're all right there together it's just like titles really don't mean yeah. anything you know they don't even call me auntie and I always <laughs> felt like that was just so disrespectful they call me Nia like I used to try to make them call me auntie they'd be like nah it just don't feel right because it doesn't even recently maybe it's 2020 on my dad's side um my grandfather I had met one of my like aunt or whatever she had started coming mm-hmm. around the family and I could have swore she was only Latifa. I think she's only four or five years older than me 
So when I met her, I'm like, hey, girl, like, what's up? Like, we was going to haunted houses together. She was not much older than me. I probably was right. in the ninth grade and she had just started college or was doing whatever, but she wasn't that much older. So it's like, you know, we right. I'm calling you by your regular name. Ain't no IT. Right. No. And I get it. I mean, it's no big deal, but I'm just like, when they start talking to me like I'm their friend, I'll be like, I'm not just your friend. <laughs> but then I'll be like, all right, let me chill out. It's not that Because <laughs> it's really not. It is definitely not. And I feel like within our family, it's really not. But um, right. um what was I going to say? Um, Okay, so outside of like the background we just gave you on our own family, just so you can kind of see how we are, we go jump into these lovely roles that people play in their family or roles that are just, more so prominent every family might have something similar to it but you know starting off with none other than the always having drama dramatic relative yeah so you know me i want to start off messy because that's how i am (laughs) but you know we always have that family member that stays with the drama no matter the season the occasion they don't give a damn who house they at they going yep. off. They showing up, cussing everybody out, and they taking three to go plate. Absolutely. Ooh, it's sad to see, but you just like you've been like this your entire life. Why? I personally love. I love it. Okay, I love a good family cut up. I love a good argument. Um, during Thanksgiving, like I just, I just feel like it won't be a family get together if it's not any type of debauchery going on. That's very true. I love Definitely it. true. That's very, very, very true. I like it sometimes. It just depends on what mood I'm in. If I'm if I'm stressed out and I've been to four different houses today and I really just at the last house and I want to <laughs> relax and y'all cussing each other out and fighting, I'm definitely going to be pissed off. And I'm leaving super duper early because what the hell? You're right. What the hell? So I mean, I guess that's just the way the end of the night has to. Mm-hmm. Again, I think it's a dream. We all, everybody has a dramatic relative. Everybody. Um, what's and another? Uh, who? Who? Won't yeah. say no names, but yes, we definitely do. Um, another type, I would say the black sheep, and you know this family member. Ooh. You know they not to be mm. confused with the dramatic relative. They're mm-hmm. a little bit more low-key with their drama, a little mysterious. And mm-hmm. you might have heard about their antics, but you haven't seen them in person. So that, like I said, right. the black sheeps be on the low-key. Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like we have black sheeps in our family, but I don't feel like in a bad way. I just feel like they're very just closed off. Well, it's literally like this. So for all of grandma and grandpa kids. Uh and their personal families like my dad Uh and my family um your grandma and her family all that like every every little single pocket of family like all the like technically the great grands out Uh of those Mm -hmm. there's like a black sheep in each family Mm -hmm. and not to be funny or talk shit but it's all the older ones like (laughs) the generation x or whatever generation that's 30s 40s it's one of them one of them are the black sheep hey that's because it was after the crack epidemic you know it's a lot going on in the world i always be talking to my mama like my mom will be talking about people nowadays like this generation just does all this stuff i'm like mom i know you didn't i know you weren't out doing that but you know like in the 80s and stuff in 90s they were doing crack and she's like right why do you keep bringing this up but still hey it was (laughs) it was a big part of their lives um what's another dynamic um the goody two shoes 
you know, they have yeah. their entire lives together. Spick and span. Mm-hmm. They got, mm-hmm. you know, they're just all like talking husband, about mm-hmm. the kids. Mm-hmm. My kids are star athletes. Mm-hmm. We got great jobs. Mm-hmm. Or even if mm-hmm. they don't have kids or anything like that, it's just more so like, I was talking about their achievements and mm-hmm. what goals they have. Like, just they just seem very rigid and I feel like I relate to this dynamic but I don't think I'm a goody two-shoes I just think I'm the favorite that's it (laughs) I could see that I think I'm a goody two-shoes I I don't think you are a goody two-shoes I just think you are amongst the very few in our family that um just just had any bullshit like attached (laughs) like that's all it was like it was just like, okay, Sydney, you just kind of, you know, did the right things or whatever, mm-hmm. or at least that's mm-hmm. what it looked like, mm-hmm. you know. No, oh, no, that's definitely what it looked like because I did some stuff. My mom would just be like, you know what? I'm praying for you, Sydney. Right. I really am. Almost definitely. <laughs> I really am. And um, what's another one? Oh, my favorite, the bougie relatives. Yes. Yeah. Bougie, bougie, bougie. They went on vacation recently private mm-hmm. schools for the kids they attend mm-hmm. all the jack and jill meetings they can be jack big. and jill i'm dead yes jack <laughs> and jill and to me the only thing that i don't like in most cases about relatives who are super bougie is they don't even be the ones that got it that's true you like you i know you're not rich true. as hell i know you got rich you just like you love bringing these new purses up and coming up in these rentals and i, I just i have so many questions but i'm gonna mind my business yeah that's all you have to do because i mean because really when you get to asking questions that's when you find out some shit you didn't want to hear and then it's just like oh <laughs> somebody you know? ain't got it how they thought they had it but you know what though one, right. thing, one thing i can say about the bougie relative that i do appreciate they be having some good ass gifts most definitely they always yeah. come with the great gifts because they want to impress everybody and they want their gifts to be celebrated and seen you know i feel like i got some relatives who don't give a damn about a gift they will give me a um um, uh, just nothing. They will give me nothing and move yeah. on. Yeah. But no, I mean, I think it's good. I mean, I kind of consider myself a, a bougie relative because I do like to give good gifts and there are like certain things that I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, not you know to impress anybody or to make anyone feel like they're less than because they can't mm-hmm. or they don't have what I have because I mean that's just stupid or yeah I don't get that when people think like that because it's just not necessary but I mean I like what I like and I like nice shit and the shit I like be expensive so if I get mm-hmm. it I'm wearing it or you gonna see it <laughs> and if you do mind your business and be happy for me <laughs> very 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 and you know what though as long as you're not a tacky bougie relative if you bougie and you got some taste i don't mind it i don't mind it right um now sydney you are very low-key with it like you are too but yours is very like subtle and i I noticed to me i feel like i noticed because like i could just look at the way you dress and you know just to a normal person they'd be like oh sydney she's got on some jeans some sneakers or whatever but if you think about it bitch you'll have one of fucking tiffany's bracelet um gucci shade these tell all my business these gifts these gifts donations a little time bracelet whatever like you have it all on and it'll be like small things mm-hmm. but at the same time like it's real like tasteful and mm-hmm. put together nicely but yep. you know still in your style 
Mm-hmm. But again, it's just a matter of, like you said before, if you know you like nice things and that's just who you are, I feel like that comes across as being subtle as opposed to just, like I said, those relatives that are bougie but want to be yeah. flashy and just show you everything and have on all of this leather and lace and right. furs and everything else. Ugh, it's it's sickening, but we all, and even in, I think black families in general, everybody just, we all have that little bouginess in all of us. We all have mm-hmm. something that might be a little extravagant that we love. Because, you know, yeah. grandmas love a good fur coat. No matter where they're from, they do. They sure do. about Peter. Um, so another and a good wig, like I'm weak. Pay attention when they get around, like when the family, when the family really get together. Grandma put on her good wig, mm-hmm. and she should. She has her wig for around the house, the wig <laughs> for running errands. But when the family get together, she put on that good one because that's what you should do. You know what's so funny <laughs> is when I was younger, I don't think I put much into my appearance going around the family, like for i mean holidays and stuff sure because i'm just gonna see everybody but when it would be smaller gatherings i'm just like oh i'm throwing on some running shorts i'm throwing on some sweatpants and i kid you not my mama would off on me a good two times like you always <laughs> dressing up for your goddamn friends y'all never want to dress up when you come over to your grandma's house I was out of the house. And i'm like sheesh i didn't know it was that big of a deal but okay she's like you just be looking so cute with your little friends why you don't wear that when we go over uh our family house i'm like oh that is so funny because like holidays at my house and i really like try to push everybody to like put on actual clothes <laughs> and look nice so we can mm-hmm. get a picture or two but no my mom's still being her damn pajamas all day <laughs> my dad who knows what he got on a work t-shirt that he just happened to wash <laughs> um, you know, everybody just be so chill and relaxed, which I get because it's the holidays. We just chilling with the family, but I really be trying to push everybody to like mm-hmm. dress up and look decent, and it's it's a struggle every day. So mm. I just be like, you know what? Don't worry about it. So when I go to someone else's house on the holiday, <laughs> I'll put my fit together as you should. I feel like that's always been my thing now that I'm older. Since I'm going to more people's houses, I'm like, you know what? Let me look decent. I haven't seen them all year. I don't want them right. to um not so much think i'm dusty or nothing but i just want them to be like you know what the last time i saw sydney she looked decent she right. looked normal right. she didn't look like she was down and out because that's another thing too family will tell you when you look down and out i cannot mm-hmm. i can i don't even think i can count on one hand how many times i have whipped past one of my grandma's house just you know mm-hmm. after a night out whatever and my grandma has looked me dead in my face and said girl why you look sick where was you what? at I'm like, I'm just tired. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I look a mess. She like, brush your hair. Why you look like that? I'm like, you know what? I'm going back home. This is bullying. Look, I would, I can literally go downstairs to get a cup of water. And my mom would be like, mm. oh, whatever you're doing, you lost some weight. Keep it up. <laughs> Excuse me. Or I could be going to make me a sandwich or a salad. Yeah, you need to eat that salad because you <laughs> something, you didn't gain some weight. I'm just like, you know what? I'm tired of being. You know, that is so annoying what we can like pick apart you your get, appearance yes when you get just uh, like i didn't ask for this i didn't ask your opinion on how i look what my weight looked like if i look like i'm dying if i look like i'm high or i'm drunk i just i just want to get a glass of water and you are here telling me what i need to do to join weight watchers <laughs> i'm sick of it i just think families 
just think you know we so close i just have to tell you everything on my mind when in reality you don't you don't have to tell me everything that's on your mind you don't you really don't that is so true and i think that honestly i think that's a hard a hard pill for my mom to swallow (laughs) because you already know my mom is Mm -hmm. used to saying whatever is on her mind and she's been doing it for years so she's your mama is a good southern woman you know the the southern women think she knows that whatever she says it has to like that's just what it is and i'm Mm -hmm. just like i've been telling her lately like your opinion on a lot of stuff just it doesn't matter (laughs) and she is like taken aback she is probably appalled like young lady she is (laughs) she is she is very you know confused that i don't agree with some of the things she agreed with Mm -hmm. and you know what you have to tell your family in certain circumstances you know what y'all y'all a little off right now i'm gonna just leave this conversation where it is sometimes i feel like when my family says certain stuff that i just genuinely don't agree with i just listen nod and get up and leave because like you said especially older relatives they not go sit up here and hear you out they just gonna be like "Mm, that's how y'all young folks think i I definitely get you on that but i think to a certain point like it's Mm -hmm. just so much you can take and be quiet and not say nothing mm-hmm. about because eventually i mean you know that i'm not with the shits that you're talking about That's just because i've been quiet for the past five years and you've been mm-hmm. talking about the same crap i actually i don't agree with this and you need to change like exactly. eventually you will have to say something that is okay you know what great point great, great point i can see that and even then is it funny that you bring it up because i feel like we do have those family members that are like super duper quiet like quiet as a church mouse where they just like try to fly under the radar they never say anything you forget that they're there or even a family member that's always trying to like I guess in better terms make up or whatever and they just like they're like the helper or the enabler in a lot of senses where they just want to perfect everything they don't want there to be any disagreements they just want everything to go smoothly and manage everything and sometimes like you said with family we can disagree and that's gonna be okay and and we could even, not so much fall out, but we could go a period of time where we're just like, you know what? I right. don't feel like dealing with them. Right. And that's okay. And at the end of the day, like you still family, people should at some point put things to the side. Like, I don't think a 20 or 40, like if me and you got into it and, you know, 20 years from now, we still not talking. Then when we happen to see each other at somebody's funeral, we, we then want to, like that, I think that's a bit ridiculous. Yeah, that's very But, ridiculous. you know, not talking for a little bit of time you know having time to yourself and then like refocusing and both of Mm y'all coming back to agree to disagree ultimately Mm -hmm. if that's what it is i think that's cool but just the whole 40-year dispute no and people straight will have those going on and that's the craziest thing to me i don't feel like i've seen that in my family before i've had relatives again who are more like the black sheep they might have did some stuff in the past and they just really do lay low and fly under the radar but for there to be a family member who's just like I don't get along with this person I never want to see them it's just very much so 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 petty and the thing to me that's so crazy like even you bringing up people having disputes with funerals girl back in February at a family member path and my other family members got into it about the funeral arrangements and you know what that's the one thing about black families that I feel like really brings out the dynamic of somebody family in a rose everybody plays is literally funeral that's when you see the who's oh, who of the circus. Yes, yes, yes. Girl, you 
funerals and probably weddings i feel like i think so but funerals really bring it out like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like it's just crazy grandpa's funeral was wild in my opinion every literally every funeral i can remember as a kid even as an adult there has always been some ounce of drama regardless of who it was when it was Mm -hmm. it's always been some inkling of okay somebody here doing something they're not supposed to be doing or somebody going off on somebody or somebody showing up late or somebody somebody ain't pay for what they said they was gonna pay for so it's literally always some sort of commotion and when you think about you're like damn this is a funeral it's not so much a time to dwell on it but we are together mourning the loss of somebody can we have some type of decency to come together and support one another some sort of unity i mean we got family from all over the freaking country what she say support me bitch right like yo i'm not gonna say the name but you know who the auntie is oh she really yo how the fuck she's gonna order a funeral arrangement from all the grandkids Mm. and then no one knew that she did that first of all then when we're at the repast and we're eating she's like i need to speak to all (laughs) y'all because i want to know who was going to pay me my money for this flower arrangement that i got for the grandkids and we all are looking very confused but i got a chicken wing in my (laughs) finger in my hand and she's going off and telling us how we are ungrateful we're selfish just like that relative we talked about earlier with the drama you guys again this is one of our aunts who just loves (laughs) loves loves to have drama it's like eat sleep breathe she always it's a problem it's issue it's always like oh she she did something nice for us and got mad because she did something (laughs) nice and said we need to pay her back today yo did you know did do you remember everybody put their money together to give Mm -hmm. her Mm -hmm. that money like it was so wild like we couldn't even finish our plate everybody was just like all right i'm i don't want to hear what you gotta say i'm going (laughs) to the atm i'm about to write a check Again, I don't know what it is. I probably could do a whole episode on black families and funerals. Because that's when the bullshit comes out for no reason. I mean, even at weddings, I feel like they definitely do stuff because people get yeah. mad. They kids can't come. Um, yeah. Somebody didn't bring their gift or somebody got a cheap ass gift. It's always something. Somebody, somebody couldn't make it or, you know, somebody didn't get invited or it's just it's drama. ridiculous. Drama. Black families Or somebody know- didn't come. Like, why you didn't come? Yes. And black families know how to bring the drama. Just again, I feel like those few occasions really do show the roles that everyone plays but again they are out there you might be more than one like me and Nia said you know we fall into certain categories and even then we might not be like the exaggerated version like we not doing the most in a lot of ways but still you can definitely fall into that's when I was reading I'm like damn I could literally put somebody from uh, my family in each one of these categories and it would (laughs) make so much sense it will make so much sense but you know what y'all if y'all have time still love on y'all family you know love y'all family for who they are don't try to change them or force them to be anybody else because if anything that's just gonna make shit way 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 worse but keep that in mind y'all keep that in mind so you got anything else to say about families anything else to bring up or you think covered it 
nothing else to bring up except for the fact that you just have to realize and i think it i mean i know i know most people's family dynamics are different you know, mm-hmm. some people, family, they grew up in a very loving community. Some people grew up, it was rough for them. Mm-hmm. And they're not used to, you know, being family oriented or really mm-hmm. what family means. But I just think all people should keep in mind that whatever how your family is or who your family is, you really don't need an individual or a family member to do anything in life to make you happy. Like, mm-hmm. you really don't. Whatever you need, you you already have all the tools you need. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some people be like, if I had my dad, my mom, or if I had family members to do X, Y, and Z, yeah, that's true. That could make your life easier. But at the end of the day, you really don't need that. So that's don't ever let that be a crutch for you. That's because we have a lot of family members in our family who hold on to those different things like well I didn't have this back then mm-hmm. and that's this is where I'm at now and it's like you could be a lot farther ahead if you would have let that shit go yep that's very 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 true that is very 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 true and it's also just like get the help that you need if you over the age of Thank 30 you. still holding on to um just like those bonds that weren't exactly bonds or thinking like shit could have been better this way then you already messed up like you say you got whatever you need more than likely you're gonna find a way to figure it out and even then I feel like to a certain extent you're gonna want to like build your own family and make it better in a way if you didn't have certain things like go out of your way just to be like you know what as a kid yeah. my my family didn't do this and I didn't really like that so you know what I'm gonna try this with my own kids I don't know about how y'all feel about you know them families that be like they used to whoop me when I was little now I just let my kids do whatever <laughs> the fuck I want to do but no why why does my niece Serena's mm-hmm. t- still talk about I used to whoop her when she was younger and I'm like dude like we were all kids we were playing whooping each other like why why take it so serious he was hurt you know Sydney me and you used to practice whooping each other yeah we, we definitely did, did. <laughs> yeah we definitely did it was very chaotic but I was so frightened of my mama y'all yes oh my it's so funny Nia brings it up because I can remember an exact time <laughs> where Nia was in St. Louis and I was about to get in trouble for something my mama was like I'm gonna get your ass when we get home and I was like oh my god she finna get me so I told my cousins and they was like, okay, we just go practice whooping you so your butt can And it was numb. my idea. Like, why did I even think of that? First of all, the fact that we all agreed to the shit. Yes. Like, Insane. we all were very much like, you know what? This is the best idea possible. <laughs> Let's do this. And we were so adamant about it. Let's that do wild. We very much were, uh, again, yeah, I could probably go on for weeks to just talk about my family and all of the shit <laughs> that I even did as a kid. Sad, sad, sad. But um, um, moving on to the last segment of the show, which is You Are Drove. Um, as always, you guys, just a disclaimer, drove is St. Louis terminology for when you like mad, sad, confused, or just oblivious to how you thought something would work out in your favor and it didn't so now you're just drove it happens to everybody we've all been drove before like i like i've been saying for all of 2020 we really just thought this year was gonna be our year and it's not oh my gosh like i'm not gonna try to be like i knew this year was gonna be fucked up but (laughs) this year was gonna be some 
ass simply because this dude I was talking to at the time mm-hmm. on New Year's Eve, uh, right before midnight, he was texting me and he was just like, hey, I want to see you. Can you come by? Blah, 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 blah. And then he was like, but I got a problem. Uh-oh. And I'm like, what's that? And he was like, someone is here. And I'm like, who is someone? Uh-oh. And he was just like, oh, uh, my son's mother came by. She was drunk. And I'm thinking, I'm like, you know what? 1030 at night, New Year's Eve. Like, I understand people get drunk. Baby, they were celebrating. Baby, they were celebrating. You're not drunk this soon. Maybe by 1130, you know, you drunk. And I'm like, well, maybe she came by because she wanted to bring in the New Year with you. (laughs) He was just like, nah, it's not even like that. We're not together anymore. I'm like, okay. Then he's just like, um... So are you going to come? First of um, all, no. Oh, Sir, you drove for thinking I'm going to come. Right. After saying all of that stuff. You know what? People crazy as hell. But you might have been on to something for 2020 making us all drunk. Yeah, I knew that. I said, you just set my year up wrong. Like, it was just a bad feeling in my spirit about him and I'm like, <laughs> you going to bring in my new year with this mess? Like, this mess you're texting me? Like, that was crazy. I had just left church because I had went through, I went to the watch night service and now you text me this mess. I went home and went to sleep. As I do it. you should. But you know what? <laughs> this week's You Are Drove segment is honestly definitely a, a what the fuck kind of situation because a man impersonating a officer pulled over an actual off-duty cop. What? I feel Why? like I feel like every week these drove these like you are drove segments get more and more funnier and just get like <laughs> what the hell? So basically, in none other than Florida, a man is accused. Yes, a man is accused of impersonating a law enforcement officer. <laughs> and was arrested after officials said the man pulled over an off-duty cop. So, yeah, unfortunately, he is black. His name is Omar Ford. Okay. And First he of all, actually I like Omar. Can't trust him. <laughs> Cannot trust him. But he thought he was top flight security of the world because ironically, the same the man Omar works as a security guard for a company called criminal task force all right see look yes yes it gets worse like what it gets worse (laughs) so he said this is i'm I'm reading this from i believe one of the news stations reported on it he said his own words that he denies that he did any of this he was not trying to impersonate an officer but while he was out driving he saw a bmw speed past him right and mm-hmm. he said the car was swerving in and out of the lane. So as a good citizen, he was just concerned and decided and to arrest. So he decided to pull behind the car and alongside him, but not in a way that would be like, oh, you know, are you okay? This man mm-hmm. activated his emergency lights on his okay. car. Like I said, he's a security guard. So he didn't turn on his right. little whoop, whoop, whoop. Okay. Annoying. So the actual officer that he pulled over said, you know, he believed the way the man stepped out the car, he was conducting a traffic stop on him. And when he saw him pull up, he called for backup. Okay. Because even then, 
he saw him get out the car and come up to him and he looked at him and said you know what this is no damn police officer <laughs> and you know I what i'm dead and nia the thing that makes it so much worse not only is he not a police officer and he's impersonating a cop why was the man's license suspended okay See. So you have the audacity to be concerned Look, about somebody else's driving and you driving with a suspended license. Listen, when I tell you 2020 has let people minds run rampant with bullshit on a daily basis, like people are coming up with the dumbest ideas and believing it. That's what's crazy. Like people are really believing the bullshit that they are doing and thinking that is justifiable that is it has wild. to be it has to be because there is no way in hell you thought this is gonna go well in any shape or form like how because did you think why, this was a good idea why would you even play like you were the police as a black person that don't even sound like no fun shit even recently my homegirl is like, like my homegirl's like let's be police officers for halloween i'm like i don't know about that let's be somebody else right like i can see if you know in in light of what's been going on in current events you know a black person doing that and you know they want to do it like a, a prank on a white person but not mm-hmm. being serious or even like a prank on people that you know like if i was to drive up behind you in a police car and act like i was about to pull you up but i know you but this man is really like thinking he is bad boys and want to live the life of an actual cop which makes no sense i just don't get it like where do you get the uniform from where do he get the notepad from <laughs> It was just more so like it was because if you look online, like I'll even show you the pictures, but basically his little, he had on like his security guard uniform, but the (laughs) uniform looks like something that a police officer would have on. Therefore, I can see how luckily this was an off-duty cop. But say, for instance, like you said, if that were to be me or you, hell, I wouldn't be able to really tell the difference. I just might be like, oh, that looks odd. Like, it doesn't say the county or anything. That the yeah, it's just like, in. oh, he had on a different type of uniform. But still, right. you don't know what the hell this man could have did. And he just go pull up on this other man. I just thought it was hilarious and so ironic that he had the nerve to pull over an actual police officer. who was Right, like, and that's what he gets. What? Like, that's what you get. That's what you get, sir. You know what? Poor Omar. Omar, get you some help. I need you to stop thinking you top flight security of the world. You know you know who probably hiring? The paint. The paint probably needs some security. The paint is. They Omar needs to go work there. That's where he need to be. Since he want to be top flight, he need to be at the paint. And if anything, okay. again, you guys, I said this story was out of Florida, so we shouldn't be surprised. But as always, we are definitely shocked and just appalled um what else was i gonna say so that's that um nia do you want them to follow you anywhere you got some stuff coming out you know any endeavors that you want to share with the listeners oh yeah you can follow me on instagram um my instagram name is michelle's it's spelled n-i-c-h-e-l-l-e-z-z um, there's two Z's at the end. And um, if you're ever in the Atlanta area and you need a event decorator, um, 
I decorate events for whatever the occasion is, um, you can get at me. I would love to be of service to you. And yeah, I have lots of little projects coming up. So you guys follow me, you will see. <laughs> and you won't That's be it. disappointed. Like I said, Dia put me to, uh, put me to work when I came to visit because she had a little soiree that was very, very, very nice. And I'll make Why? sure on to, a boat. Yes, on a boat, y'all. So she, my girl, be doing it up. So I will make sure to put her handle in the description of this episode and as always i'm gonna tell y'all lasses again please send me some mail where y'all complaining about stuff i want to read it so send it to annoy not offended at gmail.com or you can go to the instagram and you can just click the little link for the emails and that'll be all bye you guys chit chat later bye Thanks for listening to Annoyed Not Offended with See It. Have a question or interested in sharing an annoyance of your own to be read on the show? Email annoyednotoffended at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Annoyed Not Offended for more hilarious content and updates on the show. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Until next time, bye.